Welcome to the Emotional Health Podcast. I'm Lucy, the host, and this podcast is designed to encourage and equip you in your emotional health through education, interviews, and real-life experiences. Enjoy! Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Emotional Health Podcast. We are getting going with these episodes now, and we are doing another interview today, and this interview, oh... I am so excited for you guys to hear it. Um, We've got a couple on and they are Ellie and Tom lying there. I know Ellie and Tom from church. They're serving youth team, they're good friends. And yeah, just really, really excited to have them on the podcast. Um, And as always, we talk about, you know, how they found this year, what they do, who they are, a bit about what their experience of emotional health has been. And then, of course, their five a day. So guys, take a listen and hope you enjoy. Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Emotional Health Podcast, and I have got with me the lovely Tom and Ellie Limebear. Hello, Lucy. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <How> <laughs> They're both you? on my screen. Well? I, I'm well. <laughs> I thought you were. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> it's really fun. I love it. How are you guys? We're doing good. We're doing yeah. good. We're I know. I loved the sunshine this weekend. That was yes. A treat. Just getting oh, my on days. With it. Yeah, doing great. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Glad. <laughs> That's it. End of podcast. We're good. <laughs> We're all good. Uh, well, for those who don't know who you are, it'd be lovely to hear about you know who you are. And I know you from church, and um, we serve on the youth team together. But I'd love to hear more about. The lovely Tom and Ellie Linebear. So, Ellie, do you want to kick us off? Who yes. are you? Yes. <laughs> hello. Hello. Um, <laughs> hello, I'm Ellie Linebear, and um, I'm an artist and a songwriter. Um, so I write songs, I guess, for a living and <laughs> sing them. <laughs> but, They're very um, good. Yeah, thank you. Very kind. <laughs> but I guess, yeah, that's what I do. Lots of music stuff, but also mm. I do a bit of photography now and again, especially being in lockdown. When we can tour and travel and stuff yeah. like that, we've kind of had to be creative in our things. So got back yeah. into photography. But yeah, that's kind of what I do. Music yeah. and youth stuff. Love people. I love pasta. I love satsumas. I love all of those things. <laughs> yeah. Those are some great things to love. <laughs> I love that. Um, I'm Tom, married to Ellie. And um, I guess vocationally I work with Ellie doing all of her management of all of her music stuff and organizing all of her touring and events and contracts basically ellie gets to do all the fun creative things (laughs) and i do all of the emails administration slightly more boring so i'm officially ellie's manager but i think she maybe manages me a little bit more (laughs) um but yeah i do that and then also yeah we do youth stuff but um as well, we run like a little business in Brighton, working yeah. with small local businesses from around the city, compiling the best products into Absolutely. gift box variations. So that's been our kind of first lockdown baby yeah. before our other lockdown baby. Other, yeah. <laughs> What's your expecting... other lockdown baby? <laughs> we made a real one. An yeah, actual we, baby. We <laughs> That's very exciting. Oh, so exciting. So, yeah, so I wanted to, you know, this podcast, we've obviously talked about having been in lockdown and everything. And I know lockdown, as it does for everyone, has had a huge effect on, you know, life and stuff. But I think especially for you guys, because weren't you in America when it kind of first came into 
play and how was that going from you know touring and having all that planned out to suddenly being in lockdown yeah it was um it was quite the shock to be honest I yeah we were both on tour in America we were four days in um I can't even remember where we were somewhere in the middle of America and then there was talks about our oh, you know show's going to be cancelled probably next weekend but then it'll be fine after that like we'll all get back to it so we're like great blah, blah blah a few days off and then everything got cancelled pretty much one after the other every event every date so we were like right um and we were sp- we, that was in March and we were supposed to be in the States until May. So we're like, right, um, this has really changed everything up here. But um, we stayed in Nashville for a bit longer. And at that time, I don't know if you remember, Luce, but I remember mm. everyone just thought it was going to blow over in like two weeks. Oh, yeah, literally. You know, it was like, mm. oh, if we just, it'll blow over two weeks yeah. time, that we'll get back to it or blah, blah, blah. So like, let's just stay in Nashville for a bit and then blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then we had to come home. We got the last flight back before Boris's um, lockdown talk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we literally <laughs> flew in just as he made the announcement. So wow. it was pretty chaotic, actually. And yeah. we couldn't see anyone. We were literally like straight back in our flat. And it was like, right, okay, this is our new life. Unpack, yeah. do the washing, um, can't see any friends. So what should we do? But yeah. it, was, it was quite different, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was honestly quite hard. Um mm kind of changed i think particularly for well for both of us but i think my angle on it was that i'd spent ages we planned tours like years in advance mm, we had gosh, ellie's yeah. album has just come out we yeah. had like 18 months worth of touring planned and mm. all this marketing strategy and, and for us it was just going to be a really exciting time so i think yeah. for us honestly there was this moment of kind of utter like shock and mm. i don't i don't know it, it felt in some ways like a little bit like grief in a way like yeah. we felt like we really had to mourn this season that we were getting really excited about and yeah. we've been planning for and all this kind of stuff and suddenly we were back in our little flat in Brighton and I yeah. was looking day by day at our calendar that I hadn't deleted like oh we're supposed to be oh, in Nashville today wow. and then we're supposed to be in Greenville and then we're supposed <laughs> oh. to be in New York so yeah. I think I think for me it was this kind of huge pivot I guess we all had to do it in Mm. in lots of different ways but I think on a really personal level it was actually really tricky I think yeah um and really disappointing and yeah like I said Mm. there were moments of grief but you know what looking back now it's been a great thing for for us and Mm. our marriage Mm. and having time to rest and reflect because I mean we got married and literally seven days later went on a tour and and the longest we've been back in our flat is maybe three weeks in three years I mean like three weeks at a time yeah yeah Um, yeah yeah. so life was just so crazy and that was just our normal I guess yeah Um, so even emotionally trying to keep up and process it felt like we never had any time to do that so um it's been amazing actually unpacking a lot of things and being grateful and um totally yeah it's been it's been really great but um but yeah like like everyone we've had to pivot big time yeah and I think you're right in terms of talking about it like grief and I think you know we often obviously there's people have grieved you know actual loved ones and people have died and that's been horrific but we've all lost something and grief is just about that loss Mm. um and I think you guys yeah you did experience a big loss of where, you know just for yourselves and your careers and your, your passions and what you love mm. doing what you're used to what you've got planned but also financially and all of that it's huge things that are mm. you know and I think that is I think people were really hard on themselves to 
be like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. At least you know, I'm keep going. But actually, it's yeah. it's okay to be like, oh, that was really hard actually, and that was you know a big change. Totally, and I think yeah. for me, my personality, I'm quite like look on the bright side it's all going to be fine mm. you know quite mm. positive I'd say I'm quite a positive person and just like mm. let's not sit in this for too long yeah. so even it was quite interesting I was like watching myself and how I was mm. going through this just yeah 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 things you know dreams that and dream events that were booked in and were I guess being all cancelled and yeah I think for the definitely for the first bit even when everything was getting cancelled, I was actually fine. I was like, this is fine. Everyone's, there's so many people in a worse position. The lighting guys on this tour, their poor families having to support their whole families and the riggers and the sound guys. And I was like, mm. we're okay. We're fine. We're together. We're going to go home to our flat and it's warm. And, you know, we can go and do an Asda shop and it's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think it was like a few weeks later when everything had kind of settled yeah. and we'd been in our flat for like weeks yeah. on end and I was like oh this is actually sad oh yeah. this is actually something that I do need to process and I yeah. can't just skip over and I can't just be like oh mm. it was, it's all fine oh yeah no it's yeah. great having everything cancelled yeah but actually I had to really check myself in that and I didn't want to miss the opportunity to process I didn't want to miss the no. opportunity to grieve it because yeah it was sad it was like yeah it was really sad years in planning but um Mm. I think I found it interesting just watching myself in that sense of like yeah oh wow else how long can you keep saying it's all gonna be fine it's all gonna be fine it just reminds me of um the friends episode where Ross is like I'm fine (laughs) 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 I'm fine I I think even for us as a married couple it was very important to like honor where the other person was at so yeah i know ellie well enough to know that if something tragic happens there's always a silver lining there's always mm. going to be something positive whereas i think for me if something bad happens or something trips me up it's like i'm in the pits of despair before you can say like mm. grief or like whatever like yeah, i'm yeah, like yeah. down there like oh my gosh, what are we going to do? How are we going to get home? We're stuck in Nashville. Mm. We can't leave, like blah, blah, blah. All this stuff happens. And I think even in this season, we've done quite well to almost like try and get the other person's perspective and really try and meet them where they're at. So I think that's been a real lifeline for me, like Ellie being really up and like, no, it's going to be great. But then also I think it's been helpful for her seeing me sometimes in the pits of like, oh my gosh, our life. To be be like, oh, there's actually something here to process. So Yes. um, Yeah. And to not get annoyed at each other, I think. (laughs) To be like, oh, stop being so, oh, come on, get over it. You know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But to cover each other, be like, oh, no. Is all these emotions are so valid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, having married myself with Sam, it's absolutely, I think you often have that, you know, almost those complimentary kind of, you know, traits in you. But I, I remember Sam was furloughed for three months and I was still working from home. So I'd be doing my work and something and he'd just be watching a Marvel film or something. So he went through <laughs> watching all the Marvel films and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I really hate you right now. But yeah. like, <laughs> you just get to sit there watching Marvel films. Um, but, but bless him, he did do quite a lot. But yeah, it was just a weird, weird time, weird time. And But you've made, you know, like a saying sort of finding the positives and you know I think I think it's okay to be sad that something's happened but still 
be grateful for the time I think Definitely. it's that's a real yes. balance and you guys have you know you created a little business and your little business baby and obviously Ellie <laughs> with photography and yeah. you know being around I guess for youth as well like I imagine that it might have been nice to actually just be around for a bit of a longer term with with the youth oh, stuff as well at church 100% like mm. I know this year has been like so awful for so many and we've all like like we've all said, we've all had to pivot, we've all had to change, but I know mm. there's been so many amazing things that have happened this year and has opened up, especially for us, like being at youth every Friday, mm. like we've always wanted to do that, but yeah. beforehand it was kind of like, felt like lousy <laughs> youth <laughs> been like, oh, we can come in like oh. six weeks, I think, or we could be there on this day and then three weeks later and you're like, this is embarrassing, you know, like, oh. what a poor, but, you know, we love doing you so much so it's yeah. even that being able to like have continual relationships with all the youth has been really special yeah that's been really nice and it has been amazing this year at the youth actually that's been really yeah, it really has. nice it yeah really has. yeah literally love it um well that's great and so thank you guys for sharing a bit about that and you know your experiences with that and I mean we were going to start talking about I was going to ask you one of the things was you know what's been your experiences of emotional health and that kind of thing but we've kind of already started touching on it but I'd love to sort of talk about that a little bit more so in terms of thinking about emotional health what I guess what kind of experiences have you had in that realm? Is it something that you were aware of growing up or is it something that's only recently that you think is something that's grown in importance, I'd say? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's something I've always been aware of, but Mm. in a way, like never really had like the kind of like words or the narrative to kind Mm. of vocalize what emotional health was or maybe, yeah, I think for me growing up, it was, always like oh Tom's quite like sensitive and soft Mm. and 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 to me I didn't feel I maybe growing up I felt like that was a negative thing about myself like oh I'm sensitive and soft and I should be like you know harder and not show my emotions as much but Mm. I think growing up for me I was pretty steady and then but there was kind of a pivotal moment for me where when I was 16 a friend of mine passed away from cancer and I think that Mm. for me kind of lifted the the kind of lid off I guess like having permission to to show the way I was feeling and talk about things that weren't necessarily all positive and rosy but kind of like go there a little bit um so I think for me yeah growing up it was something I was aware of but I think yeah that point of trauma for me definitely like lifted Mm. the lid off it and yeah just gave me permission to speak a lot more about how I was feeling and all that kind of stuff um but yeah what about you yeah Mm. no I think growing up you would yeah the emotional health I would know I wouldn't be aware of that to be honest Mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't know um even as a new thing you know I feel like it's amazing how it's been talked about so much more you know, all health, mental health, emotional health, yeah, yeah. well-being. And it's so it's so important, isn't it? But I yeah. think when I was younger, I would, I think I would pick up the people, you know, be able to tell which people were emotionally stable though, you know, yeah. or emotionally together. Mm. And I think as, you know, in primary school, you, you would pick up like, oh, that person's like, they always cry about that or that mm. always hits them or... Mm. Um, or oh wow they get quite angry about that I wonder why they always get angry about that even as kids you know kids are so clever aren't they yeah you pick up on stuff and you don't you don't have the words for it but you know like oh maybe I should like step back from that 
friendship maybe because they yeah. they make me feel that great or <laughs> mm, <laughs> I don't yeah. I really want to hang out with that person because they blah 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 so I yeah. think as a kid um you do pick up on stuff but you don't have the words for it so I think yeah. growing up and still having that mentality as friendships and going to high school and um you know in early 20s you still pick up on the same things you still yeah. mentally go oh that person doesn't feel like they're doing good at the mm. moment or um it seems like they get quite jealous about this I wonder you know yeah. all these different things that yeah. you do pick up on but you don't actually I mean I don't always process it and think like oh cool so this is them <laughs> yeah but yeah, in the yeah. moment you're just like so, you're just aware of people's emotions I guess yeah um, and what yeah what they're triggered by or what they're talking mm. about a lot or what they're um talk I don't know it's fascinating isn't it mm. but um I think of myself I'm definitely learning a ton. I'm definitely learning a ton on how to mm. um, look after myself emotionally and things and habits that I've just latched onto and watched other people do, watched my parents do or my siblings yeah. and thought this is how it's supposed to be or, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know, look after yourself um, or look after other people and then look after yourself, mm. you know, all that. But actually yeah. realising the patterns that I've had in my life, even stuff like, one example, um, in my teenage years, and when I was like 18, I would cram my diary full of just <laughs> back-to-back coffees. Just like yeah, yeah. coffee at 10 a.m., great. And then yeah. I'll probably finish with that person around like 11 and then I can meet that person at that coffee shop in the lanes. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And I would just cram it and cram it and cram yes. it. And by the end of the day, I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. But I, I wasn't aware of how much you know what people are talking about and what I was processing in those moments yeah. friendships and it's like I just thought that was normal it's like well I yeah. really I really like that person so I want to hang out with them so why isn't it wrong that I go back to back with all my favorite people yeah. but actually really like realizing oh gosh that is quite unhealthy <laughs> you know <laughs> speaking yeah. one-to-one with the, like we don't need to do that and no. um it's it's just now I realize that oh wow I of course I was um zonked and probably yeah. not a great friend to lots of people because I was just yeah. repeating myself in all yeah. the <laughs> conversations I, or, yeah I, I think that's really it's a really good point I think especially with friendships because we often feel really guilty if we like say no we need like mm. a, a space or that kind of thing because it's like well yeah. I do really love you and like you and I yes. want to be with you but actually I know if I just continue to keep going and going and going that's just going to burn me out which ultimately is not going to make me a great friend totally um, and that's but it's really hard I used to do that all the time just be yeah. like right just go this person then I realized oh I'm really introverted so no wonder yes. like I'm getting drained by all this. Totally. And I think Mm. I'd feel guilty if someone would ask me, are you free next Thursday at two? And I'd Mm. look at my diary and be like, well, I technically am. Technically am. Free at two. So I'd be like, yeah, sure. Like, let's meet. But then I wasn't aware of all the stuff that was going on in the rest of my day. So now I really do. Even if I am technically free at two, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I can't do that day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, But can I do Friday instead? Yeah. Yeah. Even in this season, I think something... I'm trying to more intentionally do is let my yeses be guarded by thousands of no's. Oh, I think it's the thing that kind of gives, (laughs) it gives your yes a lot more weight, doesn't it? Like, but I think even, um, even I think I probably had an unhealthy perspective of what an emotionally healthy person looked like 
Mm. Because especially being an introvert, I always thought, oh, an emotionally healthy person is the person that can give out so much. Someone who maybe looks more like an extrovert or they like speaking yeah. to people or they have a wider network of friends or they're the kind of go-to person for everyone yeah, with their yeah, issues yeah. and their, yeah. you know, the lifeblood of every party and all this kind of stuff. But mm. I think it's kind of like the deconstruction of that and and giving, I don't know, just, yeah, kind of breaking that down and giving yourself permission to be like that actually a lot of the times that can be a sign of an emotionally unhealthy or an emotionally dependent yeah. person. Yeah. Yes. Um, so it's, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, whoever's listening, just like know that you can say no and that that's, a, yeah. it's not a, um, I don't think it, no is a closed door. It's actually protecting, yeah. it's boundary, isn't it? And like you yeah. need to be emotionally healthy, I think it's important to have boundaries and be mm. a boundary person and Absolutely. know what you want to say yes to and know the things you need to say no to to yeah. protect that yes so um i think that's been something for both of us in this season Definitely. um and it is also i would say also it's a balance of i know there's always things that we all don't want to do mm. and there's things that we'd all really love to do and mm. sometimes we do have to do the things we don't want to do or maybe meet that person that maybe we yeah. don't really want to meet mm. but that's not saying Sometimes we have to do that. I don't know if yeah. you're getting what I'm yeah. saying, but like, even if we don't want to do it sometimes or we feel sometimes it's good to push yourself in those areas, yeah. I'd say. Not always, but definitely to, you know, meet, maybe meeting a new person's a nervous thing for you, but like, this is a good thing and it helps you yeah, grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely a balance, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's knowing yourself as well. Like you sort of said, like people have got different capacities and, but that also might change season to season, you know, and it might be at some time actually, oh, I'm feeling really good at the moment. I can meet up to three people a day and actually that's going to energize me. But then there might be a time where you're like, you know what, I need to meet only like two people a week. Like that, that's enough for me at the moment. And that's okay. Um, But that is hard when you're like, I find that, especially with this whole thing of daily walk at the moment when you can only meet one person a day I was really like okay I can see you in three weeks like because I've got like a daily walk booked (laughs) yeah oh my gosh it's literally like okay right I can do this time at this yeah but I need to learn also it's okay to say no and it's okay to say even though you I think when you're saying Ellie it's right that you see you've got free time and you feel really guilty because you're like oh technically I am free so technically I could do it but actually I know I shouldn't so it's like actually being okay to say oh no I am busy in that time but busy could be sitting and watching Netflix or you know sitting and just you know having some you time or whatever it might be yeah it's important yeah exactly Oh, that's great, guys. Well, maybe we should then lead on to talking about your five a day. Um, uh, You've got some great things prepared, which I'm really excited about. Um, But should we take a quick pause and then we'll come back? Well, guys, we are back from our advert break. No, there's no adverts yet. (laughs) Sponsored by... there'll probably be some kind of jingle or something like that anyway we're back basically um so let's talk about five a day so i 
don't feel like I need to explain it again because it's probably, I think you're like the fourth interview or something now. So um, I think we're good to go into it. Um, the listeners now know what it is. But basically, Ellie and Tom are going to share their five a day of the things that they feel are important for them to do sort of on a regular basis um, to keep them emotionally healthy. So Ellie, should we start with you? What is one of your first five a day? Okay, Liz. So my number one is cleaning. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I love it. love it. I love it. Love it. <laughs> I love a good clean. I do. Um, if you follow me on Insta, I do. Uh, oh my gosh! Lots of um, time lapsing cleaning videos, which is they're literally my favourite thing you put out. <laughs> Every time I see it, I'm like, oh yes, it's <laughs> really good. It's like so lame and so satisfying all at the same time. But that is me. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I love a good clean. I love it. Tom was joking the other day. He was like, because I was like, I think this is my hobby. Like, I do love it. He was like, mm. well, like, tell me next time. <laughs> I was like, what did you say? I think because Ellie was like, oh, I think cleaning's like one of my hobbies. I was like, well, <laughs> if it's one of your hobbies, then I shouldn't do any and let you do yeah. it because if you love it so much. <laughs> but I do love it. Um, it really clears my head, I have to say. It's really, yeah. I think mess and just clutter anyway, like, just gets to my mind just a messy space so I love clean spaces and everything being in order so having a good clean and just Mm. cleans almost my mind and just makes me feel like I've done a task I've done something in my day um yeah it's how I want it to look and how I want it to be it's clean it's it's great it's great for everyone don't you think yeah (laughs) yeah I used to joke with Ellie's mum is that you know what's going on in Ellie's head by the state of her bedroom. So before she moved out, I'd like poke my head into her bedroom and it's like, okay, it's clean. Like, I think she's doing well at the moment. And then sometimes it would be like a total mess and you're like, wow, yeah. Okay. We should like take girls out for a walk, make sure make sure she's good. That's so cute. Yeah. So I love that. That'd be my number one. I love yeah. I love that. It's funny because. Obviously, well, your brother also does, he runs his own, like, car cleaning company. It's like, does cleaning run in the family? Is that something you all (laughs) love to do? (laughs) I mean, our mother does love a good clean, so we probably got it from her. She's Probably got it from her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Okay, a couple of quick questions on that. Yes. Favourite thing to clean and worst thing to clean. So, or favourite part of your flat that you love to clean and the worst part. I love cleaning our kitchen. Yeah. Because I just. Right <laughs> yeah, don't look at it right now. <laughs> I was waiting to relax this afternoon and do yeah. a bit clean. Just let it build up and then. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, but I kind of like that when you build it up and then it's like before and after. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. No, not quite. Yeah. Um, but I would say our kitchen and like um, the hob, that's always satisfying. Oh, yeah. Because that gets gross, doesn't it? The yeah, worst, the worst thing's probably the shower. I just like, yeah, just takes forever. And like, does yeah. the does the glass bit ever get really clean? I think we've just left it for too long. Sometimes there's like the lime scale, and you know, yeah. Oh, the inside scoop, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lime bed, lime scale. <laughs> so yeah, that's and, yeah, that would be amazing. I love that. I think yeah, that's so right about cleaning. I think it does. I think it is about the kind of the feeling of oh I 
feel a bit in more com- in more control. Totally. And you know, it's yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. <laughs> Love that, Els. That's so great. <laughs> first one. Tom, let's go to you. What's your first five a day? Okay. The first one I'm gonna go for is listening to music. Um Ooh. and I think for me, this is one of my five a day because I think I listen to music that sometimes it um it just connects, isn't it? Like it's good for your mm. soul. It's fun. I think you can listen to lots of different types of music that um, help you understand how you're feeling, but also lift you out of certain feelings yeah. as well. So I think for me, something I try to do every day is listen to music that I love, music that makes me feel good, that gives me perspective. Mm. So I love that. Um, and Ellie does not love that because <laughs> basically <laughs> I have probably like 15 songs that I yeah. I literally have listened to over and over again for the last yeah. like three years. And it <laughs> winds Ellie up so much because <laughs> I get quite strict. Like if I'm driving, I'm like, but I just yeah. need this song on because it makes me feel so good when I'm driving. Like <laughs> I just love it. And Ellie's I like, but that. you've played it four times in the last hour. I don't want this. So, but I'm like, no, but it just makes me feel good. Like, please let me listen to this music. I think I, I can now work out how Tom's feeling by literally the song that he plays now. Okay, interesting. So yours is cleaning and how clean things are. Yeah. And Tom's is the kind of music that he's like, listening oh, wow, to. We're listening to this song. Okay, he's probably feeling like this today. Cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so nostalgic for me, music. I love it. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Tom, I think the listeners would want to know what kind of songs are in those 15? Like, oh. what would be the re- repeated songs? I don't know. They're not. If you, the, if you sometimes, want to share. <laughs> sometimes they're not even popular songs, but it's more like songs that i listen to at particular moments in my life yeah yeah but yeah what's like a go-to one oh, else <laughs> yeah it's so it's so lame but i do have a bit of a like guilty pleasure like pop kind of side oh, of me yeah. like i love yeah at the oh, mo- i love, who Harry, doesn't Styles. love Harry Styles. oh my gosh yeah there is a song that ellie doesn't really like on his latest album called she and i love it so much <laughs> i just listen to it over and over and over again but yeah that definitely helps me kind of clear my head or um give me perspective on the day and even just a form of escapism i think for me sometimes and that massively helps me um yeah sometimes because i if i i'm an overthinker so sometimes i need Mm. something to distract not Mm just maybe distract the wrong word but to kind of yeah help me escape from what i'm feeling and just put me in a different lane yeah. for three minutes and pretend I'm Harry Styles in the lounge for three yeah. minutes and then I'll feel way better about myself oh my gosh wow. I often will pretend I'm like part of Little Mix or something <laughs> and it would be like the I sass love- <laughs> oh I love that yes really, I, love <laughs> I mean the ultimate dream is Spice Girls but That's- settle for oh, Little yeah. Mix you know oh, it's yeah absolutely <laughs> love that okay so we are cleaning and music yes. great first starts love that okay ellie second one let's go for it okay the second one for me would definitely be um being in natural light spaces i Mm. love the light i love sunlight i love being in bright rooms so i think Mm -hmm. it sounds a bit random but i i'm so affected by light and Mm. if i'm staying in a dingy room for too long like it just gets to me um so whether that's being outside or just just mm. light rooms um I feel better I just feel mm. like I can I'm more inspired I can dream more I mm. can have clearer thoughts I can so yeah I definitely say that yeah natural light spaces yeah do you have any faves that you like to go to 
Oh, that's a great. Do you know what my my parents' house is really light. Um, oh. not that we can go there, but <laughs> yeah, but when you can, yeah, yes, yeah, that's really like a lovely light space and lots of sunlight. But and our bedroom actually is really light, isn't it? But I don't mm. actually sit in there a lot because it's weird just sitting in the bedroom. <laughs> so <laughs> bed, hello, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, and just being outside, having a little wonder. I yeah all the spaces I love that oh that's so great yeah I think light's a huge part of it you know I think even just knowing that it's getting lighter in the evenings at the moment is yes. so so nice um and obviously we've got the seafront and the south downs and we're very lucky in Brighton we've got a lot of places that we can so many yeah, oh, yeah. so beautiful we're so fortunate yeah. aren't we yeah and your latest video was at Cookmere Haven was that yes. right yeah correct that looked amazing oh thank you that's an amazing space to go to oh yeah so that all of those yeah. sort of places we are so lucky aren't we to just live li- drive away from so many beautiful places so yeah that was that was the treat to film film some videos yeah. there love that great one okay Tom Let's go to you. Okay, my second one is journaling or writing or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it. Um, (laughs) And the reason why this is one of my five a day is because as an introvert, I think I sometimes rely a lot on processing happening internally. And sometimes Mm. I don't like to talk to people until I've really figured out how I'm feeling or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because I maybe have a fear of saying the wrong thing or just lying. like I'm fine I feel great I feel amazing actually um but I think for me when I start writing I it sometimes brings up things that I didn't know that I was feeling so Mm. I try and make that discipline every morning to just start writing and sometimes I write them as I don't know like little prayers or maybe diary entries absolutely Bridget Jones over here Um, (laughs) but yeah I find it really interesting what comes up like sometimes it's like wow I'm feeling like really deep joy about this thing and I didn't really realize that so now I feel grateful and I feel different um yeah or sometimes it's like oh well actually that is a bit of a sore spot and I'm writing Mm. this and I don't really know do you know what I mean it's just stuff comes up so um, I definitely try and make that a um daily discipline if I can yeah do you tend to do that? Is there, Do you have a particular time in your day that you like to do that? Or is it yeah. kind of just when inspiration strikes? Yeah. So we live in a relatively <laughs> small flat. So I try and get up a little bit earlier than Ellie and mm. um, have time on my own. And that for me, yeah. I love that so much. So much so yeah. that if Ellie's alarm goes off and I, because we keep our phones out of our bedroom in the lounge. So yeah. if, our, if her alarm goes off, I'll turn it off <laughs> and not. And not tell her. So I'll <laughs> check. I'll check our calendar, and if she's got nothing on, no, I'll turn it off. You can't get up yet. <laughs> I'm like, this is too much of a like sacred space for me right now, and I do not want you invading my space. Literally, true story. The other day, I like my my alarm went off, and I got there before he could get there to turn it off, and he was just loving yeah. his moment, and he actually went, "Els, do you 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 look quite tight. You look like you should go back to bed." <laughs> Don't you? You should probably get some extra time. Like, and I'm like, you haven't finished your reading and writing. Have yeah. You want some more time in your own. So I will go back I'll to bed <laughs> happily. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> that is amazing. So, yeah, that's how much he loves his time in the morning. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't lie. That is true. Yeah. Well, I def- I, I empathise with that, Tom, because I literally do the same to Sam. I will, but I will literally just tell him, like, can you go away? 
can you can you just just, just just leave me alone like he's like okay <laughs> i get it i get it it's fine yeah great so yeah journaling and i think you know i think a lot of people will relate to that and just sort of getting your thoughts out of your head and um yeah I think that's fantastic. That's great. Okay. Are we on number three? Almost halfway through. Number three would be FaceTiming my fam. I think Mm. we're very close as a family anyway. Mm. And so I think, and I'm one of six kids, so there's quite a lot of people to chat to anyway. Yeah. (laughs) There's always like, yeah, you've got lots of people to chat to who are there and willing to speak. So um, I think that's definitely something that I really appreciate and Mm. You know, I could be so I could look awful or just cry down the phone, and it's all, mm. I know it's going to be fine. Or mm. be, you know, phone them up, being so excited about something, or like there's a great deal in Asda, like everyone get down to Asda, like. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that, yeah, just being in contact with my family always yeah. helps. Um, That's nice. Always encouraging. And are they your family mostly in Brighton at the moment, but a couple sort of yeah. spread out a little bit? Yeah, mostly in Brighton. My One of my brothers is in Birmingham and my sister just came back from New York. So it's so mm. lovely to have people around a bit. Yeah. But um, FaceTime's great. And she got it? engaged, didn't she? Yeah, and she got engaged. Yeah. She only got a ring, didn't she? <laughs> she only got a ring. He put a ring on it. So, no, th- so it's really lovely actually just to be oh. in contact with them. That definitely... yeah. And they will tell me like, oh, no, you're in the wrong. You need to know that's not right or blah, blah, blah. Mm. So it's really good for me, actually, yeah. as well as Tom. Tom's my first, but. Yeah. But no, you're definitely. <laughs> yeah. Wow, marriage, here we go. <laughs> no, so no. Yeah. Over to you. Love that. Thank you. Great. <laughs> Go on, Tom, number three. Um, my number three is. I guess a partner of uh, journaling, but it's reading um, and nice. more specifically reading the same thing every day. And it almost, yeah, for me, I like to read the Bible every day. And the reason mm. I like to do that is because it is like a point of like grounding for me. So it's mm. a book that I come back to that I know kind of never changes, but I get yeah. different things from reading different bits at the right time. And I find yeah. it comforting and I find it challenging um, but I just think it's important to, yeah, whether you read the Bible or you don't, or, you know, you have different kind of books or whatever that ground you, like it's important mm. to have points in our life that become mm. almost like references that we come back to and check ourselves yeah. against and um, things that can challenge us. And even having a book or something that can speak into your life. And I think yeah. for me, that's so helpful because it does really bring... Um, just fresh perspective every day and it shifts perspective and like I said it challenges me so yeah. I think yeah reading more specifically the bible every day um is yeah. a discipline that I try and do one of my five a day <laughs> one of five a day I love that yeah I think that's so right so important for us to have things that ground us back to kind of what we believe and what's important to us and you know because I think sometimes yeah and having that as a daily practice I think is so helpful because it's so easy just to get lost in totally. everything else. Yeah. 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 And I yeah. think the interesting thing with the Bible as well is that some of it sits uncomfortably as well. Do you know yes. what I mean? So yeah. e- even to that point, I think it's important to have voices in your life that make you think, wait, do I actually agree with that? Do I believe mm. that? And I mm. think even, yeah, for my thinking, my emotional health, I think, 
I find that really stimulating. And yeah. um, so for me, that's why I try and prioritize that. Yeah. Fab. Love it. Great, guys. These are fantastic. Um, number four, I believe we're on. I think so. Number four. Yes. My number, number four, four is sitting on the piano. I just love to sit in it. I literally, the weirdest picture came into my mind then. <laughs> I eat my dinner there. I go to bed. <laughs> I just like to sit. <laughs> um, sorry. Sitting and playing. Playing the piano. The piano. <laughs> but yeah, I love just making music and just not even making songs sometimes just literally just kind of been away with the fairies to be honest and just mm. tinkering on the piano and see what happens and singing I just love singing I'll find songs that I want to learn or songs that I want to sing in that moment and just that for me is such a great place just to I guess it's escapism in a way but almost yeah. just zoning out and like this what makes me come alive this is what mm. really makes me um I can see things I can things are brought up when I'm playing the piano and singing and I think yeah. it's just such a special place for me from like mm. being a young girl just remember just messing around the piano and um even when I was frustrated or really happy and make, just making little things up. So whenever I go back yeah. there, I'm like, oh, this is so special. I know that this is mm. always a good place for me to go to. And and yeah. honestly, most of the time, like I, w- I wouldn't play anything to it. I wouldn't want to be like, oh, let me show you this. It's like, yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. anyone to really listen to me playing the yeah. because it's <laughs> most of the time like wrong chords and <laughs> yeah, just like making things up. But I, for me, it's like such a special place yeah. where I can just kind of zone in. Yeah. So that's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, having those things that you can... It's your own like, yeah, like sacred space. It's your own like, like creativity as well and just sort of you know it's where you can get lost in it a little bit um and you you're not doing it as a performance because obviously you know for you working in music it must be you know I think I find that you know with photography and stuff as well something where something you love becomes kind of your career as well I think it's really important to also have times where you're like okay remembering why I first fell in love with this absolutely just yeah having those times and it's so special with music because like Mm you can just sing out whatever you want, like whatever you feel, yeah. if whether I've like woken up feeling like groggy or I don't know, mm. even in different writing sessions or something, you can just, you, you know, music, the best music is when it's personal. The best yeah. music is when it's like, oh, you felt that that came from a mm. place. So yeah. I always love to, yeah, for music to come from that yeah. place anyway, like a story or, oh, wow, she was not having a great day then. Or, oh, wow, she's, mm. she was alive then. She wanted to dance yeah. that day, you know? Or, so yeah. that's, yes, music is amazing for that. Yeah, I love that. That's great. Tom, go for it. I think my number four is um, doing sport or playing sport. Nice. And my reason for it isn't because I'm particularly good, like, sportsman or very, like, athletic or whatever, but... I think for me, it's tapping into the joys of my childhood. So tapping yeah. into the things that I remember doing that brought me a lot of joy or, yeah, um, yeah. Th- I just think it's important to tap into things that have like strong nostalgic joy or yeah. happiness attached to them. And I think for yeah. me, playing sport is that like um, back before COVID, we'd all play 
um, a bunch of us would play football on a Monday night. And nice, yeah. I would almost completely transform into a different person and almost like <laughs> the 11 year old Tom, yeah. like running around <laughs> shouting at everyone as if they're like my best friend and like just Aww. running and all this kind of stuff. And I think that the reason I love it isn't because I love football, like, I do love playing football, but it's more mm. just like, oh, it's almost like, oh, 11-year-old like Tom comes out then. And I think it's yes. important to um, yeah. yeah, tap into the things that bring us deep joy and um, yeah. to treasure those feelings of like nostalgia and stuff like that. And I think, again, it can be a really healthy form of processing or escapism or whatever. Um, mm. Yeah, I, th- I think for yeah. me, that's number four. And it's also, yeah, that kind of bonding as well, I guess, when you're playing those sort of team sports and, you know, you're kind of all in it together and yeah I love that and I think you're right it's finding those things that you bring out the child in you in a way bring out the kind of you know were the things that you really loved to do when you were younger and I think when we focus on those things do those things a little bit more that's that's fantastic I think those give us so much joy yeah because I think we can trick ourselves into thinking that um being emotionally healthy is a serious thing Mm. that that oh, takes a lot yeah, of yeah. effort and discipline and all this thing but mm-hmm. but I think sometimes it is just losing yourself whether it be in Literally, music or sport yeah. or I don't know riding horses through fields like I don't know what it is for different people <laughs> but it's yeah. so it's it is so important yeah. to remember that this is this is a heavy topic but lived out it can be a light thing if that makes sense yeah. like, yes it's something Absolutely. that we should be intentional about but not hold yeah. it so tight-fisted that we get rigid about things because then we lose the fun of being human and alive and healthy and all this kind of stuff and I think when you lose that when you lose the wonder I think you can lose perspective and gratitude and yeah you can spiral pretty quick so let me run around like an 11 year old boy on an astroturf in a full England kit um (laughs) for the rest of my life please I love that. And I think that's so true. And I think, you know, when we talk about these five a days, like I I want it to be something for people that it's actually life-giving and it's not something that you're like punishing yourself over. Like, oh, I've yes. got to do these things. These are things that are like I'm contracted to do and they then become dull and boring. Yes. Actually find the things that literally make you laugh, that bring yes. you joy, that make you feel alive. Exactly. Because those are the things that are going to keep you going. Um, it's so I true, love that. isn't it? Because we can't forget those things that make us alive. Like these things, yeah. like... Yeah sticker books like if you love a sticker book yeah. get yourself a sticker book or craft book. or paint like I love painting yeah. never would show anyone really my stuff but it's like those things that mm. make you come alive if you love going on a swing who says you can't go on a swing at the play park yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly as a 30 year old woman I'm not yeah yeah you're not you're not 30 but. <laughs> I said that yeah but, <laughs> if you're a 30 year old woman listening to this you're, Get you on are swing. Freaking get on the swing. <laughs> <laughs> but I think even that's such a great way of like framing the whole thing is for mm. some people thinking of five things might be really hard. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't absolutely. have the headspace to think of five intentional things. But that question of like, well, when do you feel most alive? Yeah. I think that mm. is a real telltale sign of, well, that's one of your five things. Like that's one of your five a day, yeah. however you want to frame it. Is, Absolutely. Yes, ride Absolutely. horses, do sticker books, colour in, jump in puddles, Steve, roll around. Oh. Yeah. Or just like sit and read like sci-fi novels, like yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. That, um, yeah. Yeah, I love that question. I love like snuggly socks. Get your pet. 
basket is a pair of snuggly socks. Who help? doesn't love snuggly oh, socks? That is so releasing for me. days. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, we could probably think of so many little things. Like, even you just saying jumping in puddles. Like, honestly, if I did that, that would be such a boost in my day. Yeah. Like, it's such a great feeling. I know. Even, like, you know on the Hove Promenade? Um, yeah. Where you can walk. Those people that do, like, dance classes, that do salsa oh, classes. Yes. I'm like, there is something in me. I would... Yeah. love to do that you know yeah. just like free oh my gosh. just doing like a or a I don't know it's yeah yeah like, yeah that sounds oh my amazing. gosh Ellie we should set something up oh my we gosh, should like because I would literally be the absolute dream oh. to like just go and dance and like yeah. not care what anyone thinks that's how it, amazing it? yeah and I think yeah those are the things that I think we can often care probably too much about the things that we yeah. really love to do or care what people think but it's like oh no you need to you need to get back in that spot of like feeling alive and what makes you yeah. feel great. I love that. That's great. Oh, guys, love that. So we're on to the last ones, I believe. Sticky toffee pudding, lots of cream. Um, Very nice. But also getting ready, <laughs> being clean, okay. putting makeup on. I think there's something about... I know it really affects me if I don't get ready for the day. If mm. I can, if I just lounge about on my stuff or I don't wash my face or maybe I've got really greasy hair that day or my, <laughs> nail, my nails are chipped or maybe I'm, I don't know, haven't shaved my armpits or <laughs> things like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do you know what? I'm going to treat yeah. myself and have yeah, a shower. You shave those armpits. I'm going to shave yeah. those armpits. <laughs> shave those bad boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just... That really helps me in my mm. day. Just like actually yeah. putting on clean clothes and putting on makeup. And yeah. what, even if I'm not doing anything, it just really helps yeah. me to just get in the zone. And if anything does happen in the day, then I'm ready. Ready yeah. for anything. Yeah. Oh, it's always, it's like that feeling of, you know, when we used to like go out, like, you know, pubs and <laughs> Do you remember that, that time? sort of thing. Do you remember, Do you remember that time <laughs> when we used to, go out but my favorite part of going out was the getting ready was yes. the like just before you went out like and then actually it was the coming back home and having a cup of tea oh. so the middle part I kind of just do because I want to experience the other <laughs> two bits but basically I loved yeah it's it's that kind of like you know what I'm gonna do a face mask I'm gonna like yes. wear something that I feel good in I'm going to put on makeup that makes me want to take a picture of myself because I actually yeah. oh I think I look really nice here like yeah. you know I think that's so lovely and so great yeah, I love that, Liz. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely yeah. that is one thing that helps me. Yeah, amazing. Well, Tom, you going to finish this off? Yes, my dessert. What, what at, Yeah, actual dessert. Oh, I, actual, love, actual. I love treacle sponge puddings with custard. Ooh. I love it so much. But my, my dessert of the five a day is quite, <laughs> I guess, maybe a simple one, but just talking to Ellie and or a friend. And the mm -hmm. reason why... I put that is because it gives me perspective that's like outside of my head, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, so I definitely try and do that every day, whether it's by text or actually speaking. Oh, I definitely speak to Ellie every day. Yeah, <laughs> we don't speak. We just text each other. Sitting we just text each other. Yeah, because because she's not allowed out of the bedroom. So I say yeah. I'm done reading. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely try and speak with friends or um, chat through how all the things I'm thinking about with Ellie and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, and yeah, it just gives me that kind of bird's eye perspective, which I find yeah. really, really helps me 
um, in the short term, just kind of yeah, almost measure. Okay, is is my feeling of being overwhelmed is that justified really? Or if I write down everything I've got to do, I shouldn't. That that's actually fun. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's important yeah, to have that. Absolutely. Kind of, but also long term, it helps me kind of prep for seasons in our life where mm. it's going to be busier and more stressful. Like for instance, when we go on the road, I have to prep for myself for that because I know in lots of different areas, I'm going to need to step up and maybe yeah. cover Ellie and make sure that she's all right in different situations. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and she does that for me also. So mm. it's definitely um, important to speak with people that can help you get to a place of perspective and mm. almost roadmap how you might feel. So then you can prepare for yeah. um, those feelings when they come up. I mean, you can't yeah. always do that, but I try to yeah. chat with friends and nails all, all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. I mean, yeah, talking to people is going to be such a common one for everyone, I think. And it's just so important. And we've realised that this year, like, you know, we all get the Zoom fatigue, but we, you know, also know, like, if we don't talk to anyone, we feel it. And it's hard. Mm. 100%. 100%. Great. Well, guys, shall we do a quick summary then? Should we do quick fire? Ellie, what was your five? And then Tom will go for you. Okay, so number one cleaning (laughs) number two being in natural light spaces number three speaking to my family and to tom number four playing music sitting on the piano playing it not just sitting on it (laughs) number five getting ready being clean putting some makeup on that is my number five and my five were uh, listening to music number one number two was journaling and writing number three was reading Number four was sport and number five was talking to Ellie or a friend or another person. Nice. Whoever. Whoever. Mystery person. <laughs> whoever I feel like. Whoever's walking past the flat. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. just... <laughs> Honestly, sometimes we have a delivery guy that comes every day to our house to yeah. collect yeah. boxes. And he's the only person apart from Ellie that I see every single day. Every day. So I'm like, hey, I don't ha-, like, he'll just come and get a box. I'm like, hey, mate, like, you're right. Like, how's it going? Uh, like, anything was He's like, yeah, I'm good, mate. Thanks so much. Like, good. I need to good. go now. Bye. I'm like, oh, but do you want to, like, chat? Or... <laughs> like, no. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, love that. Oh, guys, thank you so, so much for coming on and chatting all things emotional health and sharing some things that you do to look after yourselves. It's been an absolute joy. Oh. Um, thank you so much. Lucy, thank you so much for having us. We've loved it. We've loved it so much. Oh. Thank you for having us on here what an honor to be on your pod yeah, come on oh what an honor to have you guys on just honors all round um but yeah thank you so much guys um and we'll be back next week with another episode of the emotional health podcast so yeah oh love those two so much what an absolute joy and honor to have tom and ellie on the podcast thank you so much line bears for being on it means a lot and yeah if you like the episode give us a little review on apple Podcasts. again follow us on social media at emotional health podcast and yeah i'm looking forward to bringing you another episode next week and hope you all have a lovely lovely rest of your week and as always thinking about what are you going to do today to look after your emotional health Speak to you guys next week. Bye.